Hey guys, Tom Laird, voice of advice from a call center geek, CEO at Expedia. Hey, the podcast is brought to you by Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 600-seat call center outsourcer. I would love to talk to any of you looking to outsource any of your customer support or your sales functions, looking for political calling or, or just some extra overflow during the holiday season. If you are looking for any type of USA outsourcing support, hit me up. You guys know my LinkedIn. I'd love to talk. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Advice from a Call Center Geek, the Call Center and Contact Center podcast, where we try to give you some actionable items. I think we're really the only one out there trying to do it. Give you some actionable items that you can take back to your call center or your contact center, improve your overall agent quality, improve the contact center, and hopefully improve the customer experience as well. How is everybody doing? Kind of fired up. It's Friday. It's before Memorial Day. You own a call center or you run a call center. Most of the time, uh, you don't really get holidays, so we'll still be here on Monday, but a little bit lighter. So it still has a has a holiday feel to it today. I hope everybody's doing well. For those of you who have not heard me or do not know me, my name is Tom Laird. I am the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing. Expedia is a call center outsourcer located here in Northwestern PA. Starting to turn into summer. Um, loving it right now. Uh, beautiful weather we're having. Uh, it's kind of nice. It's, it's hopefully a uh, kind of a microcosm of what's happening here in the uh, with our coronavirus, and, and that we're hopefully moving to the uh, to the end of the tunnel with this thing. You know, we've moved from a, a total fear and trepidation standpoint of of when this first started from the call center industry aspect. And then we moved to kind of our quote-unquote new norm, which is a phrase I hate, but yeah, our, our new norm, and, and we were operating, and now we're starting to see, you know, we're, we're starting to maybe get the to the point where we're, we're getting out of this thing. I'm in uh, Erie, Pennsylvania, which is in Erie County, and we are now a, we're a yellow county. So in Pennsylvania, you're either red, yellow, or green right now when it comes to coronavirus. So We've we've moved out of the uh, stay at stay in place stay at home orders. We now are I think it's called aggressive mediation. That's the the yellow stage, and hopefully we're we're moving to the green phase here uh, in the in another week or so. So, uh, kind of exciting, kind of exciting to to see the uh, the progress of kind of what's happened here. And I think like a lot of you guys, we're a lot stronger. I'm sure a lot of you guys are a lot stronger. Hopefully we've had a little bit of of say, or I shouldn't say that, but uh, hopefully we've been able to help you a little bit. Um, you know, kind of get through this this crazy time. All right, what I wanted to talk about today, I think I think will be hopefully it's interesting to you guys. I've had a lot of people that have emailed me that have uh, you know sent me some direct messages on LinkedIn talking about kind of redoing their call center, right? So, you know, maybe coming out of this pandemic, you want to move to the cloud, or maybe you moved to the cloud, but your tools that you had from a QA process or those types of things really weren't up to snuff. So. You know, people are kind of asking me, you know, how do you rebuild your my call center? What are some of the things that we can do? So what I wanted to do today, I, I thought would be a good time to talk about how we built our contact center. What were some of the things that we focused on? And, and how do we continue to improve it today? So there's three, I guess, kind of main tenants that we always focused on. When we initially started Expedia, you know, back in 2011, we said, okay, in our business plan, we said that we were going to focus on really three things. And if if a purchase or some type of investment that we want to make in the company doesn't fit within these three kind of parameters, then we're not going to do it. So those three parameters for us were infrastructure, which we'll talk about, customer journey, and 
employee engagement. And we said, if we can do a really good job on our infrastructure, if our customer journey is doing, doing really well, um, and, and we have a, a really good feel for how calls are coming in, how we're monitoring them, how we're listening to them, making sure that, you know, that whole journey is taken care of. And then we can engage our reps and have a cool place, right? Not just have a, a call center that's, uh, that's a miserable place to be at, but trying to do some things differently from that front that this could be a unique place and something that, you know, we could be really proud of. So, you know, the first thing, obviously, when, when we, you know, kind of, found some investors and said, Hey, all right, we got to build this thing out. Infrastructure came first. So a lot of thought went into this, right? So we knew that we needed to have something that could be transparent for our clients, right? So that they could have eyes and ears into it if they wanted to. Some of our clients are very hands-on. They, they'll look at rep states and they'll be monitoring all day long. And some of them aren't right. But we knew we needed to have that option of, of blind monitoring and those types of things. And also from a from an ease of use from us that we we didn't always have to be on premise. Uh, the other thing was security, right? So PCI compliance, HIPAA compliance, moving to a SOC two compliance, all those type of compliance areas, we knew we needed to address. And any purchase that we were going to make from an inf- infrastructure standpoint needed to to have have that. And the and the other thing was a no brainer for us was to have a cloud contact center. I came from an Avaya premise-based. It was the Avaya Definity system for for all of you who've been around for a little bit, right? Awesome, awesome piece of equipment. But literally, it was a PBX, right? And it had, you basically took up two rooms as we had these four giant cabinets with cards. Uh, you needed to do a little bit of programming uh, to, to figure it out, right? Very character-based stuff. But it was premise-based, right? So it was very difficult to do VoIP, very difficult, at least when we had it. They were moving to more VoIP. But to do at home would have been impossible, right? So we knew we needed the flexibility. And also, you know, Avaya, one of the reasons they went bankrupt is that the the amount of absurdities that they were charging for and for your upgrades. And then they just basically said, hey, 150 grand for your upgrade or we're not going to service your equipment. Crazy. But anyway... So we we couldn't handle that, especially at the beginning when you know funds were limited. So we we needed cloud, we needed transparency, uh, we needed security, and the last piece of it, uh, which has really saved our tail so many times, is is the integration piece, right? Being an outsourcer, we needed to have a piece of software from an infrastructure side that definitely could be we could integrate with Salesforce and Zoho and Zendesk and proprietary systems. So. Um, look at kind of what you have and, and kind of what your needs are from an infrastructure standpoint. Um, if you're starting up a call center or if, uh, you know, you're, you're trying to kind of rework it. Also, you know, there's an, there's an internet, right? If you're going in the cloud, you have to make sure that you have fiber. You, you want to make sure that all of your, your computers are hardwired into the internet with a, with a wire, fi backup, right? So, those kind of things, you know, we kind of all thought through and, you know, then you get to the firewalls and servers and stuff like that. But I, I don't want to go too deep into it. This is, we'll just kind of stay on the telephony side. So infrastructure, we kind of checked the block on that. And anything that we were going to purchase had to deal with security or help with an integration standpoint or uh, make us more transparent. Like, so those are what we were going to focus on for future purchases. The next thing is, is okay, we got to focus on the customer journey. So once we kind of had a good plan for what we wanted to do from an infrastructure standpoint, we started to look at how can we make how can we be unique in how we service customers and the experience that they get. So 
you know, the first thing we did is, is make sure that we had a really good QA department and that our scoring systems, you know, when we first started, this is 2011, there was no really analytics that went with it, right? So we wanted to make sure that we could still score calls and, and do all those really good things right at the beginning, which obviously we did. But then as the customer journey and the technology evolved, we got into the analytics, and so now we're, we've, we've seen from the customer journey standpoint that speech analytics really is a, the telltale piece of awesomeness, um, of the technology that's there now. So we're doing this now and you guys kind of know this out of followed everywhere from, you know, keyword searches, um, sentiment scoring from agent and customers, tying this into our QA as well. Uh, so that we're making sure that we're not just scoring calls on, uh, you know, what customers or what our reps have said, but how they've said it as well, right? So digging into different layers of, you know, before when we, when QA, when it was, you know, 2002 or, or 1999, you know, you were just basically checking boxes to make sure reps did certain things. But now we can dig, we can peel the onion back, right? And we want to really dig deeper into that journey and not just kind of look at uh, KPIs like service level and handle time um, and then a rep QA score, but actually see what type of experience the customer is actually having and being able to score that with technology and with AI. Pretty cool. So any type of, of purchase, again, that we make um, from, a, from that standpoint really has to affect our customer journey, um, affect our QA, those types of things. And the third pillar was employee engagement. You know, And this gets left out of a lot of call centers. It's, it's kind of like either you have it or you don't. Right, either you're a call center that just says, "Hey, this is what we do. Go take calls," or you're a call center that really in, has a culture of fun. I guess that's maybe the best way to put it. So, uh, we have struggled, and I'm going to get into this in a second because I think it's pretty cool. But um, when we had everybody here, you know, our culture was a game is going on on your team every single day, no matter what. So we would be playing a ton of stuff, having a lot of fun. Um, you know, we had no problem with motivations and, and spending money on that because it fit into our third tenet of employee engagement, right? Uh, we've now gone to the software side with gamification, and um, I'm going to plug in contact a little bit, but they have a product. Uh, it's called InView, and it's basically advanced reporting, and then it's a gamification piece too. So, you know, all of our reps right now can make their own avatars. They can collect coins. Um, and badges based on KPIs that we have set up. We have leaderboards for every single program now. So even with these at-home guys that we struggle to play games with brick and mortar, we can actually play some games um, through the gamification piece. The other cool thing is the reps can kind of can challenge each other um, for a KPI. So you know if it's a sales program, they can say, hey, I'll challenge you 100 coins today that I have more sales than you or that my handle time's uh, less than yours or whatever your KPI is. Uh, so pretty cool and, and some fun with that too. So that's an invest, That's a relatively recent investment we made because we, we found that we were super heavy on the infrastructure, really solid, uh, very proud of it. We made up a lot of investment in our customer journey and we've spent a lot of money on the analytic piece. Right. And, and really having our customers be able to understand what type of calls are coming in, what type of sentiments coming in, paying our associates off of off of sentiment. And we said, you know, we're, we did things with games and we did motivations and that's fun. But 
we haven't really made an investment into our our employee engagement in a while. So we just made kind of that major investment over the last couple of weeks and saw that there was a need for it now, especially as we just kind of talked about, because we do have at-home agents. There will be more at home. So how do we engage them at home when we can't play a, a basketball game or a golf game or roll a ball or roll a dice or have a horse race or do something here um, here at Expedia? So you know, th- those are kind of the the three things that, that we did that I think have worked really well, you know, kind of think through some of the things that, that make your contact center or could make your contact center unique. Um, especially, you know, when you are an internal call center and you have limited budget, you really have to come up with maybe two things, right? One should probably always be your infrastructure. And maybe you want to tie some of the customer journey things into, into infrastructure. You could probably do that. But when you go and you talk to, you know, a senior manager, if you want to make some type of, of investment in your call center, have a plan, right? And, and, and say, hey, listen, you know, sir, ma'am, um, we need to make an investment in our call center. You know, I've come up with a plan. We want to invest in these three main areas. Here's three small things to get us started, or maybe it's one small thing to get us started. Uh, but here's the plan that I would like to, you know, show you, you know, over the next couple months or the next year, 12 to 18 months to build out these three areas so that our contact center can be, can be unique. And then obviously you got to show some type of ROI on that as well, which which should be pretty easy to do, especially when you're talking about a, a customer journey, um, your rep engagement, when you can talk about attendance and you can talk about, hey, I we're going to see a lift of, of five to ten percent on our stats just because of this. I think you can you can do a really good job selling it, you know, especially with the new technology that's out there. So. Now, I hope that that's, that's kind of a quicker episode, but I, I hope that that's helpful as you guys are trying to go through what do we spend money on? What should we spend money on? What should I buy? You know, think about what's important to your call center. Think about the three, two, three, four kind of main things that you think you need. Um, and then really just focus on inside of those, those tenants or those pillars, you know, what, what you think could have the most bang for your buck. And those are the things that you do your demos on and, and try to start to slowly build out. Especially when you know you you have a blank budget, and I, most of the time when I say it, it's not like a huge budget, right? But you you have this budget, and you don't really know what to spend or where to spend. You got to start to focus, build a plan, and that's kind of one of the ways that that you can build that plan. So, I hope that that's uh, that's helpful for you guys. Um, just a couple things here at the end. If you've made it this far, just love for you to uh, check out callcentergeekconsulting.com. Again, totally free. I'm just here to uh, to kind of help and guide you if you're looking for any type of you know infrastructure, if you're looking for software, if you're looking for phone systems for your call center, anything that really has to do with your contact center, uh, from a whole new platform to just maybe some type of, of speech analytic piece. You know, I can kind of at least help and guide you. There's no cost to you whatsoever. Um, all you got to do is kind of go to Call Center Geek Consulting. Just give me your name, email. We'll set up a quick 15, 20-minute call, and then I can uh, start to show you some things that I think could, could really help you. And I can even be there for the negotiations if you want to get even get to the point of purchase. And I know a lot of the players here, and I know some of the games or a lot of the games that they play. So I think I could I can help and maybe, well, hopefully I, I can save you some money, I guess. That's kind of what I'm, what I'm trying to say. Also, for you guys, check out the uh, Advice from a Call Center Geek community, um, our Facebook community. It's growing. Um, also, please, I haven't asked for a while, if you could post some reviews, uh, especially on iTunes, I would really, really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. I will talk to all of you next week. Stay safe. 
and uh, have a good one. Have a great Memorial Day weekend.